and your lineups for the second game today. For Franklin. And welcome back here to the Mount St. Joseph Softball Complex, just off River Road. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're set for Game 2 of our doubleheader this afternoon to open up the conference schedule as the Mount St. Joseph Lions won the first game 8 to nothing, and they'll take a 12-7 and record, 1-0 in the Heartland Conference, in against their opponent, the Franklin Grizzlies, in game number two, who are now 15-6 and on the year, and they are 0-1 in the Heartland Conference. Let's take a look at the batting order this afternoon for the Franklin Grizz. They will lead it off. Matter of fact, it's going to be the same lineup that they had in game number one. Sydney Rodiger will be in center field. She will be batting leadoff position here today. Ariana Wagner is in right field today. She is batting second. Sydney Bostic is the catcher batting third. Genesis Munoz will be the first baseman. She will bat fifth, or fourth, excuse me. Molly Wallace is at second base today. She will be batting fifth. Annie Klemper in left field batting sixth. The DP today will be Kaylee Stewart, and she will be batting seventh. Raven McLaren is at third base batting eighth, and Shelby Crockett is at short batting ninth. So once again, it's Rodiger, Wagner, and Bostic. Then comes Munoz, Wallace, and Klemper. Stewart, McLaren, and Crockett will be the bottom three for Franklin, and they will face off here today against Courtney Keller, making another start in game two today. Keller on the year, five and four on the season. She's got a 3.11 ERA. This is going to be her 10th start of the year. She has thrown six complete games on the season. In 47 and a third innings, she has struck out 29, walked 16, given up 49 hits. She has given up 22 runs, 21 of them earned here coming into today's action. Rodiger getting set to get in, and Chris, the Lions need another win here today to sweep this doubleheader. Exactly right. Bring the energy here for game two as we're just underway. Keller looks into the third base dugout for the sign. And Rodiger will lead it off to start this one off, and she lines that one foul and out of play down the left field side. Rodiger in the first game was two for three. Baseball game going on in Terre Haute. Game two of the doubleheader, and that is a 3-2 to two mount lead. Bottom of the fourth with two outs in that one. 0-1 the count. To Rodiger, that pitch swung on. Pop foul and out of play over near the dugout. Giving chase was Gabbard and Ivers, but they couldn't catch up to it. And the count goes to 0-2. Rodiger, right-handed batter, as we told you. She's a senior playing in center field. Came in hitting 343 on the season. That pitch swung on, lined into left field. Going back is Allie Lang. Spun to her left and back to her right and grabbed it for the first out of the inning. Rodiger gives that 0-2 pitch. Dave, a ride out the left field. As you mentioned, Lang battling the sun a little bit. Has the sunglasses on and gathers right. it for the first out of the ballgame. Ariana Wagner. One down here in the inning. We have just begun game number two. Ariana Wagner, the right fielder. She's got four homers, 18 RBIs, grounds that. To the left of Casey Fincham at third, even with the bag, throw to first, and there are two away. That's a one pitch for the second out of the inning. Ground ball to the third baseman, Casey Fincham. Gathered it cleanly. Over to Gabbert. Two outs easy for, for Courtney Killer. 
number five. And it brings Sydney. up the catcher, Sidney Bostic. Bostic has, in the first game, signaled. She is one for three in that first game. Two down and the pitch, high and outside. Keller, admittedly, did not have her best stuff earlier this week against Dennison in the loss in game two. Looking to rebound here this afternoon and give the Lions a good start. Quality start. That pitch swung on and lined foul and out of play again down the left field side. Munoz will be up to the plate if Bostic can keep this alive. 0-1 the count. Make it 1-1. And And the pitch high and outside. Two balls, one strike. Lions defensively. Lang is in left. McDonald in center. Kennedy in right. It's Fincham at third. Cornelius at short. Stevenson at second again. Gabbard at first. Ivers behind the plate. And Keller pitches that one in. And it's fouled down the left field side again. And the count remains two and two. Keller filling in the dirt around the mound in the circle. Now steps on top of the rubber. She works right off the middle of that rubber. And the 2-2 pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Behind the mound, Cornelius is calling for it, has it, and that'll do it here in the first inning of play. We played a half inning, three up, three down. It is Franklin nothing, the mound coming to bat. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Well, the Lions, let's check out their batting order, and it's not quite as identical as the first game, but pretty close. Allie Lang will lead it off and play left field. Then comes Kelsey Stevenson at second. Macy Cornelius, the shortstop, batting third. Courtney Keller, the pitcher, will back clean up. Then comes Maddie Kennedy in right. The DP today will be Lauren Miller. She'll bat sixth. B. Ivers behind the plate, batting seventh. Casey Fincham at third. And then Emily McDonald in center field batting ninth. So it's Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius, Keller, Kennedy, and Miller, the middle three. Ivers, Fincham, and McDonald are the bottom three to face off against Stephanie Kleber. Kleber, a 1.32 ERA and a win-loss record of 7-2. and two. This is going to be her tenth start of the year. She has thrown eight complete games this season. In 58 and a third innings of work, she has given up 58 hits, 14 runs, 11 of them earned. She has struck out 34 and walked 9. And Kleber got the start last year against the Lions up in Franklin. Got the victory, a 3-1 to one win. She gave up 5 hits, 2 strikeouts. The Lions left 6 on base last year against her. Ryan Murray homers in the top of the 5th. His second of the day. And the Lions now lead game 2, 4-2 in the baseball game. And Allie Lang takes that first pitch down low and away for a ball. Allie coming in, 220 batting average, 9 hits on the year. Reach base 11 consecutive games. The leadoff hitter for the Lions. And the 1-0, that one's a called strike. 
One and one the count. Actually, the first pitch looked better than the second pitch, Chris. One and one the count. In outfield playing in and shallow. That pitch grounded right back to the mound. Kleber has it, throws to first in time, and there's one away. Good play by Kleber, fielding her position right there in the circle. A comebacker right to her, gathers it, fires it over to Munoz for the first out. Kelsey Stevenson will come up to the plate now. Kelsey in the first game for the Lions was 0 for 3 in the ballgame with a walk. And the pitch called strike on the outside corner. Temperature for game number two, 53 degrees. Some clouds in sight, not a lot, mainly blue skies, as it's turned out to be a pretty nice day. Wind blowing out towards left field. The 0-1 swung on, popped foul, back towards first base dugout, and it goes over the roof. Falls safely, 0-2. Stevenson, a 3.05 batting average, 18 hits, 6 runs scored, a double, 3 home runs, and 12 RBIs. Two-hole hitter for the Lions offense. Cornelius is on deck, 0-2 the count, 1 down. Into the wind and the pitch. Called strike three. Boy, that looked like it was on the chalk in the left-hand side batter's box. Yeah, that was a called strike three looking on Stevenson as Cleaver gets her first strike out of the afternoon on an outside corner pitch. Wasn't much complaint, though, from number one, Stevenson. And it brings to the plate Macy Cornelius. Lions shortstop in the first game. She... Had a double, two runs scored, takes that for a strike at the knees. Cornelius, 308 batting average, 20 hits on the year. 0-1 the count, into the wind and the pitch. Swung on, fly ball out into left field, routine for Klemper. And she's got to dive for it and makes a basket catch just before it hit the ground. Boy, that really fooled Klemper out in left field, but she recovers in time to hit the third out. One, two, three inning for Franklin. We've played one. There's no score. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Yeah! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, Chris Klemper turned an easy play into an adventure in left field. It almost looked like it fell through. She dove, looked like she was battling the sun as well. Came away with the out to end the inning on Cornelius. Well, that'll bring up the middle three in the batting order for Franklin, Munoz, Wallace, and Klemper. Manchester has now taken a 5-2 to two lead in the top of the seventh against Hanover in game number one. Boy, would that be a shock. 11 hits, 5 runs for Manchester against Beeman for Hanover. Well, the Lions have popped out on top of Rose Holman in game three, six to two in the top of the fifth. And leading it off for the Lions, or excuse me, for Franklin, is Munoz, takes a strike from Keller. 
Bottom of the third inning in Lexington, Transylvania 1, Anderson 0. Owen won the count. Into the wind, the pitch, inside and low. One and one the count. Wallace on deck, Munoz. The cleanup hitter for Franklin had a single and two flyouts in game one, one for three. That pitch swung on and lined foul down the left field side. Bounces <laughs> up against the screen. Angie Bean took about a step back. She is nowhere near the third base coach's box when that ball is pitched. No, she's on the edge of the infield all the way yeah. back against the fence. One and two. She's actually behind the bag in that pitch down low. Two and two. Munoz, a three thirty-three hitter, 20 hits, five doubles, home run, and 15 RBIs. Two and two the count. And the pitch, swung on and missed, got her swinging. Keller gets her first strike out of the afternoon and the first out here in the top of the second. Brings up Wallace to the plate. Wallace in the first game was one for three. Second baseman, number 12. Had a base hitter last time up. Wallace, number 12, right-handed batter. This entire Franklin lineup is right-handed except for Klumper. That pitch swung on, fouled back to the screen. Owen won the count. You know what else is tonight? WrestleMania. Yeah, I know the women's national championship's going on right now. That was a 3.30 start. See if we can't get a score update on that. Well, I'd love to see Iowa win that. Clark is tough. Two back-to-back 40-point games. 0-1-1, fly ball, center field. Coming McDonald on the run, has a chest high, and there are two away. Five up, five down. Score update in that national title game in the second, 36-32 LSU. Did you see the outfit that LSU's coach was wearing? Yes, she's been putting on a show with those fashion statements. That pitch in tight to the only left-hander in the lineup, Klemper. Want to know the count? Yeah. It's like she's got a Macy's credit card, and she is going (laughs) to use that thing till the limit is up on whatever. (laughs) Want to know the count? Pitch to the plate. Caught the outside corner, one and one. If he's going to call it one way, he's got to call it the other as Keller gets the strike on the outside corner. Clark has 14 of the 32 points for Iowa in that championship game. Well, as long as he's consistent, that's all that matters. One and one the count. Pitch swung on, lined into center field. That'll break the string of five in a row. Base hit by Klemper. Yeah, nice piece of hitting. Singles out to center field to McDonald with two outs in the inning. And it brings up Kaylee Stewart. The freshman, DP, this afternoon was 0 for 2 in the first game. Had a strikeout and a ground out to second base. Right-handed batter again, number 18. Has an open stance. Two down in the inning. Courtney Keller, who will lead off the next inning for the Lions, throws that one outside. Boy, you can already tell, Chris, she's got more on her velocity here today than she did last week. Yeah, it just looks a lot different than the Denison start. She knows what's at stake and had a great offensive game in game one. Two doubles, RBI. 
One and the count. Pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Count now moves to one and one. Lions will be back in action on Thursday. They'll have a non-conference matchup against Asbury. And then we'll be right back here at the complex on Saturday to host Hanover for a two-game set. And we'll have that, those games for you on Saturday. One and one the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Popped up on the infield. Kelsey Stevenson coming in. One-hands it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for Franklin, they pick up the first hit of the ball game, but leave her stranded in Klemper. We've played an inning and a half, and there's no score. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Courtney Keller will lead it off for the Lions here in the bottom of the second. No score. Lions went 1-2-3 in the first. And that pitch fouled right over the roof of the press box. And out of play. 0-1 the count. Keller, 315 batting average, 17 hits, 5 doubles, 7 home runs. Leads the conference and 16 RBIs. Into the line in the pitch. Upstairs. Court. Courtney was ranked six in the country with those seven home runs. Just trailed the girl from uh, George Fox with nine so far this year. One on one the count. Keller leading it off. Pitch swung on and lined down the left field line. She was jammed and pulled it foul way out of play. Manchester has now taken a seven to two lead in the top of the seventh against Hanover. Game number one of two at Hanover. Lions in the second game of the baseball doubleheader, leading at 6-2. to two. That pitch low and outside, 2-2. Two and two. Keller runs the count even. Two balls, two strikes with Kennedy on deck. And the pitch, check swing in tight. 3-2. and two. Way to lay off that inside pitch, runs it to a full count. Kleber works off the third base side of the rubber. She is almost off the rubber, then moves her foot in. That pitch swung on, fly ball, center field, coming over as Rodiger, almost in her steps, and has it one away. Routine pop fly out to Rodiger at center field, and Kleber wins the first matchup against Keller here in game number two. Right fielder. Maddie Kennedy now will come up to the plate. Kennedy. Kennedy, the right fielder in the first game. Of course, she had the home run to dead center field struck out grounded a third so she was one for three one away Kennedy slight crouch at the plate outside good thing I thought saw from Maddie in game one you mentioned the strikeout and then grounding out 
Didn't let her first two at-bats define what she was going to do in that game and got the two-run shot in her third A.B. The 1-0 pitch swung on, lined in the left field, and foul goes over the fence, and some lucky fan from Shelbyville, Kentucky, takes that one. Beat you. <laughs> Beat you to it. Kennedy, a 404 batting average, 21 hits, four home runs, nine RBIs. You're not the only one that can have a contract with the Chamber <laughs> of Commerce down there. One and one the count. Into the motion, Kleber. Squaring to bunt, Kennedy pulled the bat back, and the ball went high, two and one. I like that thought idea. You're continuing to make the defense move. McLaren at third, and Munoz at first. Lauren Miller, the freshman on deck, DP for game number two. She had a double in the game against Dennison. That pitch swung on and missed. Two and two the count. Boy, Maddie had a good cut on a good fastball. Two and two the count. No score here at the complex on a sunny Sunday afternoon. 2-2, two, two, down low and outside. Three and two now. Back-to-back -back hitters that Kleber has went to a full count. First Keller and now Kennedy. Three and two. One down in the inning. We're in the bottom of the second. Pitch swung on, foul back and out of play over the press box. Out in between games and fantastic crowd out here today on a Sunday. People are packed up on the hill down both sidelines. Packed around behind home plate. Cam McCool's parents were in the stands. Three and two. Pitch to Maddie Kennedy. Swung on. Pop foul over near the first base dugout. And that will be out of play. Munoz caught that, Dave, on the right up against the dugout. Oh, she did. Okay. Two outs in the inning, retires Keller, and now Kennedy. Where they have a set up here, I'm totally blind to the right side of the infield. Number 25. So there's two away, brings up Lauren Miller. Miller making her first appearance to the plate today. Takes a strike, hit the outside corner. Miller, 333 batting average, five hits, two doubles, a home run, and five RBIs. Oh, and won the count. And the pitch swung on, fly ball down the right field side, giving chase the second baseman Wallace, but can't catch up to it before it falls foul. And the count goes 0-2. Nice hustle by Wallace and Munoz, the first and second baseman for the Grizz. Franklin, after game one, fell to an overall record of 15-6, and six, playing at a high level. Actually beat DePaul earlier this year. DePaul is currently 5-13 and 13 overall. 0-2 the count to Miller. Pitch outside. Called strike three. Chris, that was in the other batter's box. But called strike three, that'll do it. For the Lions, Kleber has retired six in a row. We head to the third, no score. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 6-3 to three now, the Lions baseball team. 
on top of Rose Holman in the bottom of the fifth inning. Lions have hit a home run in that ballgame. Ryan Murray with his second homer of the day. Murray has also got three RBI, or excuse me, an RBI. Sanders has got two ribbies. Frederick has got two ribbies in the ballgame, and Legault has one. He's catching today. Rob Nichols behind the plate in this one. And Greg Drock is on the base pass. Baseman, number 25, Raven McLaren. Brings up McLaren. First trip to the plate here this afternoon, but McLaren in game one was 0 for 2. Grounded to short, grounded to third. And the pitch to McLaren. Called strike over the inside corner. Be 8-9-1 in the lineup for Franklin as Keller will get out to start the top of the third inning. All in one the count. Keller peering in. And the pitch. Check swing hitter. Came in tight and it got her in the right thigh. And tell you what, the you, check almost, swing. you almost have to check on that check swing because she may have went too far. The base umpire's looking in, wondering if they are going to ask him. Nobody has yet. Coach Goddard came out and had a conversation with him. Well, why didn't he ask? I don't know. I mean, coming in to run, though, on the play at first base is going to be Rianne Brinker. Brinker on the year, one for two in stolen bases and show pinch run. They're running for the Grizzlies. Number one, So, McLaren is on after being hit by pitch. That's the first one today. Nobody down. Crockett is the shortstop. Number nine hitter squares the bump, bunts it to the first base side. Gabbard's just going to pick it up, tag Crockett on the way to first for the first out of the inning, but advancing to second on the play is Brinker. Nice job all the way around. Crockett gets the sacrifice down. Rachel comes up with it for the first out, but Brinker stands at second for the leadoff hitter, Rodiger. So one down in the inning. And it brings to the plate the leadoff hitter, Sidney Rodiger, who popped out to left her first time. And that pitch, high and in tight, backs her away from the plate. Want to know the count? Now it's 6-4, to the mount leading over Rose Holman. Boy, Rose's modus operandi this weekend is get down early, come back late. That pitch is strike. Rodiger, 343 batting average. She has seven RBIs. Brinker stands at second after the sacrifice from Crockett. One and one the count to the leadoff hitter. Rodiger, center fielder. Pitch swung on a line foul down the left field side. Teams are hitting 259 off Keller so far this year. One and two to Rodiger. And the pitch went upstairs. Two balls, two strikes. Wagner on deck for the Grizz. Keller's got a challenge in front of her leadoff. One, two hitters with a runner at second. One out in the inning, top of the third. Runner at second, Brinker. 
And the 2-2 pitch swung on and lined down the left field side. But it will go foul up against the screen. She got out in front of that one, almost hit it off the end of the bat. Do have a final score in game one. Manchester 7, Hanover 2. Two and two. And the pitch swung on. Fouled again out of play right over our press box. Count stays two and two. Transylvania now leads Anderson three to nothing. Bottom of the fourth in game number two. Two and two just look to the right of me and gosh what a surprise. Two and two. Pitch in tight. Three and two. Look down here. And in bags, a bunch of Tostitos, Doritos, <laughs> Ruffles chips. Holy cow. <laughs> if we got snowed into this press box, we could eat for the last next week. Spalding wound up sweeping Rose on the day. Three and two. Pitch swung on, popped up into left field. Allie Lang coming in and has that one for the second out of the inning. Big timeout right there for Keller. She retires Rodiger on a fly ball out to left field for out number two. Brinker still at second. Brings up Ariana Wagner. Number 16, Ariana Wagner. Wagner grounded to third. Her first time up, 0 for 1 on the day. Outfield straight away for her. Infield playing deep. And the two-out pitch, strike. Talked about it all afternoon. Wagner coming in, the leading hitter in leading categories. 386, four bombs, 18 RBIs. Have to be very careful to the right-handed hitter. All in one. That pitch in tight. Wagner looks out at the mound at Keller. Keller turns her back, walks away, shakes her head. One and one to count. Think there was any purpose to that, Chris? No, I think she was just trying to come in and it came a little too far in. One and one. Pitch outside. Two and one. Keller says that must have missed just a little bit out. Lions were preseason number two. Franklin number four preseason in the conference polls. Voted on by the coaches. Lions are back-to-back champs. 2-1. Swung on and grounded to Fincham. Nice backhanded stop at the bag. Throw across in time. Well, that's a nice play by Casey Fincham at third base to end the inning. In the inning, no runs. A runner was hit by a pitch. They left one on, no errors by the Lions. We head to the bottom of the third, and we've still got no score. Action. <laughs> Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say, and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than that. When it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way, and I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge, and I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade, and it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you, and if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. B. Ivers will lay it off for the Lions. 
Ivers, the catcher, stepping in. She homered in the first game. Right over the top of the scoreboard. No score here in the bottom of the third. That pitch swung on and missed by B. Lions looking for their first base hit here in game number two. Score update, LSU 17-point lead at the half over Iowa in the women's national championship game. On one to count. And the pitch to the plate upstairs. Boy, they gave that LSU coach a lot of money to come there. And second year there, looks like unless they blow a 17-point lead, they're going to win the national title. One on one to count. Casey Fincham on deck, then Emily McDonald. The 1-1 is low. Two balls, one strike. Well, you talked about consistency, and so far he's been anything but. Two and one to count. Lead-off hitter here in the inning is B. Ivers. And the 2-1 pitch swung on and lined foul down the left field side off the screen. After her big game in game number one, Ivers now a 4.04 batting average, tied with Kennedy at the top of that list of this for this team. She's got four doubles, four home runs, 12 RBIs. Ivers leading it off, six up, six down for the Lions early in this game. And the pitch swung on and missed. That's seven in a row. And the third strikeout. Kleber handling the Lions offense so far here with one out in the top of the third as she gets Ivers swinging third strike out of the afternoon. Fincham doubled, singled, scored a run, flied to center. One down in the inning, pitch to Fincham, called strike. Kleber's ball staying more up in the zone as Pitts was more down in the zone in game one. Fincham down in the count, 0-1, right-handed batter. Pitch upstairs. Team's hitting 250 against Kleber so far. 7-2 overall record. Just a 1.32 ERA. One ball, one strike to count. Pitch, called strike. Hit the inside corner. And the count now is 1-2. and two. Lieber, right-hander, throws that pitch, swung on and tapped foul down the right field side. Goes out of play. Fincham stays alive at one and two. Ivers started off the inning by striking out. And the pitch to Casey Fincham, who's down one and two, outside. And that moves the count now to two and two. Looking forward to Franklin's schedule. They will be at Greenville on Thursday, and then they will host Anderson next week in an HCAC matchup. Two and two. Pitch swung on. Fly ball down the left field side. It's going to go foul and out of play. That had the distance. It just didn't have the right location, Chris. Yeah, it did. It ended up by the batting cages in left field, but just a few feet foul. And just a long strike for Casey Fincham. So the count now two and two. Fincham comes back to the plate. McDonald is on deck. And the pitch swung on and missed. 
Kleber gets her second strike out of the inning and fourth of the ball game. Gets Ivers. Now she gets Fincham swinging. That's four in the ball game. Fincham, her first in this one. And it brings to the plate Emily McDonald. Center fielder, number seven, Emily McDonald. McDonald, right-handed batter, sophomore. Into the wind and the pitch. Swung on, popped up on the infield. Back near third base is the third baseman McLaren and grabs it for the third out of the inning. So a fly ball out to third, unassisted, three up, three down here in the inning as we head to the top of the fourth. We still have no score. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name, uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello, my name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. I feel like that guy in the commercial when they're looking for a job that way. <laughs> I'm just looking down at those uh, Rice Krispie treats. No, you can't have any. All of that. Yep. Not allowed. Getting close to 5 o'clock. Getting hungry. You're always hungry. (laughs) Pitch swung on it, grounded to third. Fincham again on a big hop. Throws to first in time to get the leadoff hitter here in the inning, Sidney Bostic. One One pitch, pitch, one away. Yeah, one pitch, one out for Keller. Fincham comes in, gives her a high five. Fincham is so good at third base defensively. Doesn't hurt to hit 392 offensively as well. Brings up Genesis Munoz. Munoz struck out her first time up. And the pitch is upstairs for a ball. Cleanup hitter for Franklin. Wallace on deck. Second baseman. Keller, the 1-0 pitch, strike. These two teams split last year up in Franklin. Lions took game one, and then Franklin with Kleber in the circle came back and got game number two. Lions won game one here this afternoon, eight to nothing through six. Pitch line foul down the left field side, out of play. One and two the count. Yeah, that loss to Franklin and then the two losses to Hanover really put the Lions down and weren't able to basically control their own destiny, Chris, because they weren't able to host the tournament. Yeah, they went into uh, the HCAC as the number two seed up in Lexington and won it back-to-back years there. Went on to win the regional. One and two. Strike three called over the outside corner. Two away. Strikeout number two for Courtney Keller on the day on the outside corner and out number two here in the top of the fourth 0-0 ball game. Second baseman, number 12. Well, that was a nice pitch. Stepping into the batter's box now is Molly Wallace. 
Into the wind is Keller, and the pitch is a ball low. Wallace steps back into the batter's box. Eyes at the 1-0. Check swing, low and outside. Count now 2-0. Wallace, a 3-15 hitter, 17 hits, 7 doubles. A triple and nine RBIs. 2-0. Keller into the wind, the pitch. Swung on, fly ball. That's going out into medium, deep left field. And coming in on the run is Allie Lang to grab it. And that'll do it for Franklin here in the inning. They send three up, three down. Nothing across. We head to the bottom of the fourth. It's still nothing, nothing, Franklin and Manchester. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, the Lions and Franklin in a pitcher's duel right now at the complex. It is nothing-nothing as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Lions have had three up, three down, and three straight innings. It brings up Allie Lang. Lang bounced back to the mound her first time, and that's a strike on the outside corner. Second time through the lineup for Kleber, and you hope the Lions offense can make a couple adjustments. Four strikeouts so far for Kleber early on. Outfield very shallow for Allie Lang. That pitch outside corner called strike two. Allie couldn't have hit that with a broom handle. No, but if he's going to keep calling it, you might as well keep painting the outside corner. Going to the count. And the pitch slap foul <laughs> through the wickets of Beth Goderwiss in the third base coach's box. She's now had two opportunities down there today and botched both of them. Looks like Stevenson on deck was giving her a little bit of earful. That was three pitches in a row on the outside corner to Lang. Lang fouled that one off. And the 0-2 pitch swung on and blooped into left field. Base hit. Nice job, Allie Lang, to go with that pitch on the outside corner. Going to have the first hit of the afternoon here in game number two, and it's going to be the leadoff, Lang, with the single to left field. She just blooped that right over the third baseman McLaren's head. And into left field. So, there is nobody down. It brings up Kelsey Stevenson. Lang's 10th hit of the season. Stevenson, look for her to bunt here. Right-handed batter with Lang at first base. And the pitch squares up high ball. Stevenson coming in, hitting 305. She does lead the Lions and sacrifice hits with five. Cornelius is on deck. Keller in the hole. No outs after the Lang leadoff single to left field. 1-0 the count. Pitch to the plate. Squares bunts it out in front of the plate. Good bunt. Kleber picks it up. Throws to second in time. 
Nice job by Kelsey Stevenson doing a job right there. That will be her sixth sacrifice hit of the year. She moves Allie Lang to second base with one out in the inning. Allie Lang at second brings up Macy Cornelius. Cornelius a 308 batting average, 20 hits, four doubles. See if the sophomore shortstop can deliver a big time hit for the Lions. First pitch misses low in the 1 0 count. Courtney Keller is on deck, the pitcher here for game number two. The senior, Allie Lang, is at second after the sacrifice from Stevenson. Cornelius, the right handed hitter, digs in. Going to foul that one back up off the netting behind home plate. Macy, a sophomore from Whiteland, Indiana, and we mentioned it in game number one, playing with a heavy heart as her town was hit by the tornadoes over the weekend and saw some of the pictures and just devastating photos of that town that she grew up in. Runner at second. Pitch to Cornelius in tight, backed her away from the plate. Two and one. Baseball game, Rose has come back to tie it up 6-6. Rose will not go away. No, they will not. Two and one. Pitch to the plate, outside. Three and one. Well, when you come back from deficits, two consecutive games, it makes it easy. You just think you're going to come back, and you've got the confidence that you can. You're exactly right. Three and one to count. Pitch to Cornelius. That's a strike. Kleber goes back to that outside corner, gets the called strike to run it to a full count. Keller is on deck. We've got no score. One down here in the fourth. Three and two. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up behind home plate. Bostic gives chase, hit up against the screen, and she couldn't catch it. And the count remains three and two. Keller's going to go pick up the bat for Cornelius and hand it to her as Bostic threw off the helmet. Ball just got caught up in the net behind home plate. Bostic was unable to, to make a play on that. Three and two, one down, laying at second. And the pitch to the plate, pop foul and out of play again, straight back. Macy putting together a nice A-B right here, ran it to a full count, fouled off a couple pitches, making Kleber work here in the bottom of the fourth, 0-0 ball game. Into the motion, Kleber, pitch, swung on, fly ball, left field, tagging at second is Lang, and Kleber can't catch it, it drops in front of her, Lang's going to come home to score, Kleber gets it back in and going into second is Cornelius, and the Lions have taken the lead at one nothing, and Kleber has turned things into an adventure out to left field. Yeah, that's got to be an error. She was sitting right underneath of it, but we talked about it in between innings. The sun is coming right down on left field. She battled it. I thought she was right under it. All of a sudden, she dives for it. It rolls all the way to the fence. Lang scores. Cornelius gets to second, and the Lions lead it one to nothing on the air by the left fielder, Clumper. So, Cornelius is at second, one nothing Lions, one out in the fourth, and it brings up Keller. And that pitch swung on and fouled straight back against the screen. No better spot if you're the Lions right here. Cornelius is at second, you've got Keller, you've got Kennedy on deck for a chance to expend that lead to a 2 nothing. if you can come up with a couple timely base hits. That is an error against Kleber. 
that's the first of this game. That pitch swung on and lined Ooh. down the left field side, just foul. Keller thought she had another RBI in her Ooh. third double of the afternoon. You could see Kleber out in left field. She's got the sunglasses on, she's got the visor, but yet she's still keeping that hand up blocking the sun. Lang battled it a couple times in the earlier parts of this game. I really didn't see the left field over the last few years being a difficult sun field. The 0-2 outside. Yeah, I would agree. I haven't seen a ton of that play, a lot of effects, but uh, it does so here in game two, and the Lions take advantage of it for a one nothing lead. One and two to Keller. Kennedy is on deck. Still one down in the inning. Lions have taken a one nothing lead. Pitch swung on top foul and out of play over the right side. When Lang gets going, this offense gets going. She got on, sacrificed by Stevenson, and then the pop fly left field by Cornelius turned into an error, and Lang came around to score. One and two. Pitch to Keller, swung on, pop foul. Over near the third base dugout, it's going to drift out of play again. It was a moonshot foul ball. Home plate umpire goes over to the third base side and gathers up a couple more balls. Courtney fouling off several pitches, a 1-2 count, one out, bottom of the fourth, one nothing lead for the Lions. Lang has scored the lone run. one nothing mount. That run, by the way, was unearned. And the pitch down low. Nice, nice stop. stop. Yeah, Bostic is tough back there behind the plate. Senior catcher for Franklin. Two and two now to Keller. Kleber back up on the mound. McLaren even with the bag at third infield back near the grass. That pitch swung on. Top foul and out of play again. See Bostic's eye black? Looks like Batman behind home plate. Keller the freshman looking for another timely hit for the Lions. Two and two. That pitch swung on, lined into center field. It's going to go over the center field. Rohrbach's head and all the way to the fence, coming home to score on the play is Cornelius. Sliding into second base and out at second base is Keller. But she gets the RBI single to center, and the Lions now lead it 2-0. Yeah, credit the outfielders for Franklin to get that ball in quick, but that was a shot burnt the center fielder. Rodiger leaned up against the fence. Keller was trying to turn it into two, but Cornelius does score on an RBI for Keller. Two to nothing, Lions lead. She had an RBI in the first game, an RBI in this game. So what, she got 18 RBIs now (laughs) on the air? She now has 17 RBIs on the year. That ball was smoked off the bat. Bases are empty, two down, brings up Maddie Kennedy. That's a strike. Wow. I guess. I mean, he has been consistent calling it from the inside line of the left-handed batter's box to the inside line of the right-handed batter's box. And the old one swung on, pop foul, straight back and out of play. Lions are right on Kleber in this game. They're fouling a lot of pitches straight back. Second time through the lineup, they've made a little bit more of an adjustment. Courtney Keller offensively has been going off for the Lions and pitching well. Now she's got a 2-0 lead. Kennedy looking to tack on as Lauren Miller's on deck. And the pitch high and outside. we got to say, 
Rodiger did a great job out there in center field of getting to that ball quickly and getting it in. Yeah, she did. Courtney was trying to get her third double. They gave her a single and then thrown out in one center and, field. One and two, two down. Pitch to the plate, swung on the line right into the glove of McLaren at third base. So in the inning for the Lions, they do come up with two runs in the inning on two base hits, one error, and they leave nobody on here in the inning. We head to the top of the fifth. It's now the Mount 2 and Franklin nothing. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Klemper will lead it off here in the inning for Franklin. 2 nothing your score. Lions on top of it. Keller here in the top of the fifth inning. That pitch swung on and blooped down the right field line. It's going to drop in for a base hit. Picking it up is Maddie Kennedy near the line and getting it back in, but just a bloop base hit for Kel- Kennedy. Yeah, Clumper, the left-handed hitter for Franklin, as you mentioned, just blooped it over first baseman's head and the count. Or 2-0 the score, I should say. Looks like we had some issues with the outside speakers. And stepping into the batter's box down with a runner on is Kaylee Stewart. Keller into the motion. And the pitch squared to bunt. Bunted it foul behind home plate. Ivers couldn't find it. And a drop foul over the fence. And it now is 0-1. Stewart does not have a sacrifice on the year. She's going to go down and talk to Coach Angie Bain. Year three at Franklin. Clumper one for one on stolen base attempts so far this year. 0-1. 2 nothing the score. Down on top of it. You know, we talked about this over a few games, Chris, the home plate umpire has to keep notes on everything anymore. Now, even just a little conference between the third base coach and the batter. He's got to write it down so that they know how many they've got left. 0-1 the count. Pitch to the plate and tight. 1-1. Lions put up a two spot in the bottom of the fourth to give themselves a 2-0 lead. But Clumper led off this inning in the top of the fifth with a single out to right field. That pitch is bunted out in front of the plate. Good bunt. Keller is going to go to first with Stevenson covering in time for the out and advancing to second base on the play is Clumper. Yeah, nice job on a sacrifice right there for Franklin. Now they have a runner in scoring position with one out in the inning. 
Going to be the bottom part of the lineup, 8-9 of this lineup that Keller's going to have to try to get out with a runner on second. McLaren, third baseman, was hit by a pitcher, only time up. One down in the inning, runner at second base is Klumper. And the pitch, well, looked over, but low, evidently. 1-0 the count. Keller with two strikeouts so far in game number two here. Want to know the count? Pitch to the plate. Swung on and hammered foul down the left field side and way out of play. McLaren, a 225 hitter, three RBIs, two doubles, nine hits on the year. Power is not her problem. One and one the count. Right handed batter. Pitch to McLaren. Ball low. I like that pitch, though, right there from Keller. I'd go right back at that. Count now 2-1 and one to McLaren. As you said, Crockett is on deck, who came in hitting 206 on the year. 2-1 and one the count. Keller checks. And that pitch upstairs. 3-1. and one. You're Courtney right here. Take a deep breath as she does. She's going to take a walk around the circle. Deliver a pitch right here. Let your defense work for you right here. Lions coming in today, ranked third in the country defensively. Three and one. Two-nothing score, mount on top of it. But there's a runner at second. Fly ball, left field. It'll go out of play. Ooh, nice play by somebody <laughs> down there in their seat. Left-handed it. Now looking. How do I get rid of this thing? He's trying to throw somebody out. Uh, they don't give out gum around here for foul balls. Did they ever? No. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> we do Three. have some chips. Yeah, we do have chips. We can give them. You know, bring the ball back. We'll give you a bag of chips. <laughs> Three and two the count. Ruffles or Doritos. That pitch down low. Ball four. Be the first walk of the afternoon to the eight-hole hitter for Keller. And now Franklin has two on with one out. And that'll bring up Crockett, the nine-hole hitter. Chris, you just cannot walk the eight or nine-hole hitter. No, you gotta got to find ways to... Makes some pitches right there, and now Franklin's got two runners on with one out. Two-nothing, Lions lead it, top of the fifth. Two-nothing, Keller with the runners now at first and second. One down, swung on and missed by Crockett. On deck is Rodiger, the, uh, the leadoff hitter. Crockett coming into the day with six hits, two RBIs, the shortstop for the Grizz. Oh, and won the count. Into the wine, Keller, the pitch. That is a ball, I guess, inside. I thought he called it a strike there for a second. And the count now goes to one and one. You mentioned it. The leadoff hitter is on deck. Two runners on for the Grizz. You got to pitch yourself out of this trouble, Keller. That pitch swung on and missed. You know, it's almost like she's trying to pinpoint her control. And I think Keller's best aspect, Chris, is when she's pitching. Just go ahead, rear back, and throw it and dare them to hit it. Especially facing 8-9. Let yeah. them put it in play. Let your defense work behind you. Now up 1-2 in the count. 1-2 to Crockett. Pitch outside. If I mentioned the name Sonny Crockett, would you know who that was? I didn't think so. 
Many people out there will. They'll even text you who it is. Swung on, fly ball, left field, out of play. Score out in Lexington in the game number two, Transylvania three, Anderson one, bottom of the six. If you get a text telling you who Sonny Crockett is, I want to hear it. Somebody out there will probably send me a text on it. They might even send you a picture of who, t- who played him. Two and two, pitch to the plate, swung on, foul back. Staying alive is Crockett. Two and two the count, one down here in the inning. Eight, six rows in the top of the seventh. Going for the sweep. And the pitch. High and outside. And the count now three and two. If you're Courtney right here, make a big time pitch. The leadoff hitter is on deck. Full count to the nine-hole hitter of Crockett. Runners on first and second. Three and two, the count, one down. Pitch to the plate. Fouled back. LSU's lead has now been cut to eight with five minutes to go in the third. 65-57. How many does Clark have? Clark with 22. Three and two the count. One down here in the inning. Two runners on. Pitch. Called strike three at the belt. Keller with a big time strikeout on Crockett for the second out of the inning on the outside corner. Her third of the afternoon. Runners remain at first and second. Two down now. It brings up Rodiger. Rodiger is Flied to left twice. Rodiger's a 3.43 batting average. The leadoff hitter. Keller's pitch swung on. Fly ball left field. It's going to drift foul. <laughs> Angie Payne was calling the runners to continue to run on that. Ball was oh. way foul down the left field line. They were shut out in the first game. She needs some activity down there at third base. I got two runners on with two outs, top of the fifth. Lions lead it 2 nothing. All in one to count, two down. Keller. Now rocks into the motion, the pitch. Swung on, fly ball on her right center field. It's going to drop for a base hit. Kennedy's going to cut it off. Here comes one run. Staying at second base is McLaren. And it's now a 2-1 to ball game on the base hit for the RBI by Rodiger to right center. Rodiger delivers, but nice job by Kennedy to cut that ball off. It held the runner from going first to third. As now Franklin still has runners at first and second, two outs, but it has cut the deficit to 2-1 to Lions lead. Big, big moment right here with Wagner coming in. Wagner, four homers on the year. Came in hitting... 386, the pitch, low. Got to be careful right here if you're the Lions. Wagner, four home runs on the year. Bostic is on deck. Keller looking to get out of a jam here in the fifth. Wagner, pitch, the pitch, fouled off against the screen. Wagner's looking for her first hit of the day, by the way. She was 0 for 2 in the first game, did reach on a walk. And she's 0 for 2 here in the second game. 1 and 1 the count, 2 down. Sons of Anarchy just drove by. 
The 1-1 pitch swung on fly ball routine to Allie Lang. Goes back near the warning track. Now comes in and has it for the third out of the inning. So Keller pitches out of trouble. Does give up a run in the inning on two base hits in the inning. But that's all they give up. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's now the Mount 2, Franklin 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Kleber still out there toiling for Franklin here in this inning, the righty. Lions are down 8-6 to six in the baseball game, top of the 7th over in Terre Haute. But the Lions softball team leading here 2-1 to one as we head to the bottom of the 5th inning. Leading it off is Miller, then Ivers and Fincham. And McLaren needed to get her wristband strapped up, so she took time. Now the first pitch is looped into center field. Base hit. Nice piece of hitting. Lauren Miller takes the first pitch, singles out to center field. That'll be Miller's sixth hit of the year. We're going to have a pinch runner. Going to be Lissa Whitmere, the senior, coming in to run for the freshman Lauren Miller after the base hit. Third hit of the afternoon for the Lions. That'll bring up Ivers. It's exactly what the Lions needed right there, a leadoff base hit as Rodiger and Franklin Cut that lead in half in the top half of the fifth with the RBI single. Two to one, Lions lead. Bottom of the fifth inning. Alyssa goes about to first base wearing the number zero on her jersey. So Whitmer's on at first. B. Ivers comes to the plate. Ivers has struck out in her only appearance here today. Right-handed batter. Up close to the plate and close to the front of the batter's box in the pitch. Called low. Ivers 404 batting average. Has had a fantastic last few games here at home. Really picked it up after the spring break trip. She got a sign she wasn't aware of and looked at her wristband. And that pitch swung on and tapped to short. Crockett can't come up with it cleanly, and all the runners are safe. Crockett backhanded it, tried to pull it out of her glove to fire to first, and it just blooped right out of her glove. She was deep in the hole. I don't even know, even if she came up with that, if she was going to be able to throw Ivers out. We're going to have another pinch runner this time. It's going to be number 20, Jay Thatcher. So Whitmer and Thatcher, both pinch runners for the Lions. They're going to give an air to the shortstop. And Whitmer goes up to second. Ivers jogs back into the dugout. Gets a pat on the helmet from Fincham. And Thatcher comes in to run. No outs in the inning for the Lions. Fincham at the plate, McDonald on deck, and Lang in the hole. Lions with an opportunity to get a big inning here. They lead it 2-1. to one. Just looking to get that run back and maybe even tack on a couple more. Fincham, right-handed batter, runners at first and second. And that pitch swung on, fly ball, right center field, going back to the second baseman, coming in the right fielder, 
And that is Wallace for the catch. One away. That's Runners hold. Big out if you're Cleaver right there. Fincham swings at the first pitch, flies out to Wagner and right for the first out of the inning. Now it brings up Emily McDonald. Looks like there was a missed sign right there between Coach Goderwitz and Casey Fincham. Thatcher on at first, Whitmer at second. McDonald the batter. Emily right-handed, takes that pitch in tight. 1-0 the count. Now Dee Dee Morris is going to come down and talk to Emily McDonald and also bring over Allie Lang. They want to make sure they're clear here on the signs. Yeah, big opportunity for the Lions right here. Runners at first and second, Thatcher and Whitmere. Only one out in the inning. The nine-hole hitter, McDonald, and then Lang. Looking to tack on to the lead. Just a two-to-one lead here in the bottom of the fifth in what is a big game early on in this conference play. Emily McDonald ahead in the count, 1-0. One down here in the inning. Whitmer still at second, Thatcher at first. See what they have McDonald doing. She's swinging away, takes it for a strike. Backs away, shaking her head, 1-1. One one. Well, everybody thought she was going to be bunting. She took a strike. Let's see if she's bunting on this pitch with a count even 1-1. One and one. Into the wind in the pitch. Nope. Fly ball left field. Swung on. It's going to drift into left field and into foul territory, and it'll drop. Boy, Klemper could not catch up with it. Oh, Klemper went after it. Crockett from shortstop went after it, and it just fell in between the two of them in foul territory, and Emily's going to have a new life. One, two count. Two runners on. Aaliyah Tucker may have had it. Man, what a play she made in that regional <laughs> tournament up in Milliken. One and two. Pitch swung on. Fly ball down the left field side, but McDonald jerked it foul. Sonny Crockett, one of the Miami Vice duo. <laughs> I told you I'd find an answer. Two to one. Lions lead it. One down here in the bottom of the fifth. Pitch high. Two and two. It's nice to know our fans are more intelligent than you are. Right. It's like tell a, it's like call a friend, text a friend. Yeah. Two and two. Pitch swung on fly ball. Just behind second base. Going back is Wallace and has it. Two steps on the outfield grass for the second out of the inning. The runners hold again. Kleber is trying to work out of this jam. There was two runners on with no outs. And she has got Fincham to pop up to right, and then McDonald to pop up there to second to Wallace for two outs in the inning. Allie Lang now steps in, and immediately everybody comes in on the Franklin defense. McLaren is about halfway to home, and that pitch upstairs to Allie. Boy, so much movement on that infield for Franklin after the pitch is made. One and the count to Allie Lang and the pitch swung on fouled out of play and the count now one and one <laughs> Lions saw three of the four pitchers for Franklin in game number one there is no activity down the first base side as Cleaver is in here in the bottom of the fifth 
And the pitch, swung on and lined down the left field line, fair ball, it went off the glove of McLaren. Coming home is Whitmer to score, she slides in safely, and going to third is Thatcher, heading to second is Lang, Lions lead it 3-1. to one. That is three seniors that have stepped up this afternoon, Ivers, Cardos in game one, Lang delivers down here in game two, it ricocheted off the third baseman's glove of McLaren and rolled down the left field line. Alyssa comes in to score from second. Thatcher went first to third, and Lang rolls up into second. Two outs in the inning, and the Lions respond with a run. Three to one lead, bottom of the fifth. Still two outs, and it brings up Kelsey Stevenson, who's 0 for 1 today with a sacrifice. Runners at second and third, and the pitch over at the belt. A base hit here from Stevenson can really open this up, Dave. Lang at second, Thatcher at third. I'll tell you, if I'm a a hitter, I'm trying to hit the ball to left field because Klemper is just having a heck of a time out there in left field even seeing the infield. Yeah, I agree. 0-1 the pitch, swung on, jerked foul on out of play on the left side. Almost took out two young kids playing and the... Boy wrestles his sister away for the ball. <laughs> Where's the bag of chips? He yeah. heard about the bag of chips. He wants one of those Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to the count. Pitch to the plate. Upstairs. One and two. An opportunity for the Lions. Lang delivers for the run here in the fifth. Lions are not done yet. Two runners on. Second and third with Stevenson, the second baseman, up to the plate. Kleber. This will be her 75th pitch of the ball game. That pitch swung on, fly ball, left field down the line. It'll curve foul and out of play. <laughs> One and two it remains. Hey, by the way, the Lions have come back and taken the lead over Rose Holman in the seventh inning. It's now nine to eight. What a game going on there. The final game of the series keeps going back and forth. Plenty of offense, 24 hits between the two teams. <laughs> Just two errors. <laughs> One and two the count to Stevenson. Pitch to the play. Down low. Bostic goes to her knees to block that one up. Thatcher on third and Lang at second. 2-2 count now for Stevenson. Can she deliver a gut punch to Franklin with a base hit right here? Two balls, two strikes. Two down in the inning. Runners at second and third. Pitch to the play. That's blooped over the second baseman's head into right field base hit. Coming home is Thatcher. Rounding third, coming home is Lang. It's now four, th- five to one. Timely base hits. First Lang, and then Stevenson says on a 2-2 count, I'm going to bloop it over the second baseman of Wallace and score two more runs. And the Lions have opened up a five to one lead with a three spot to respond in the bottom of the fifth. Nice piece of hitting, Kelsey Stevenson. Cornelius now will come to the plate. And And pinch runner for Stevenson. And let's see, it could be Morrison. Let's check and see. Bramble. Bramble, you're right. So Casey Bramble comes out to pinch run for Stevenson. Stevenson on the hit. Gets her 19th of the year. RBI 13 and 14. And gives the Lions a four-run lead. For Cornelius to come to the plate. Courtney Keller is on deck. Bottom of the fifth, 5-1 to one ball game. Lang and Stevenson with big-time hits in this inning. Cornelius reached and scored on an error her last time up. And the pitch is a strike. Hit the outside corner by Kleber. 
0-1 to count. Keller's on deck. Lions lead it 5-1. to 0-1 to count. Runner at first base is Bramble. Pitch to the plate. Inside. Bramble got a huge jump off the first base bag there for a second. I thought she was going. Transylvania's opened up a 4-1 lead in the top of the seventh. They're now two outs away from moving to 2-0 in conference play. Water won the count. Pitch from Kleber. Upstairs. Nice stop by Bostic. And the count now is 2-1. and one. Yeah, we, at the end of this day, we could have three teams at 2-0 and oh in the conference. Hanover with a 2-0 lead in game two over Manchester in the second. Looking to try to get a split there at home. A pitch swung on pop foul behind home plate. Coming back, Bostic. And it's a foul ball hit the net before she could grab it. She did catch it, but the home plate umpires are going to say it hit the netting before it fell into Bostic's glove. And Cornelius is going to come back, gets her bat from Courtney Keller. 2-2 count with two outs. But the Lions deliver a two-out base hit from Stevenson to extend the lead on a two-RBI single. Bramble came in to run for Stevenson, and that's where we're at at the moment. And that pitch swung on and grounded to Wallace at second. Backhands it, throws to first, got her in time just by a step. And that will end the inning as Cornelius grounds out to second. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up three runs in the inning on three base hits. There's another error by Franklin, and the Lions leave one on base. As we head to the the sixth inning, it's now the Lions 5, Franklin 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, Dave, we've got a couple final scores across the league. Transylvania won to move to 2-0. The Reds beat the Pirates 3-1 to move to 2-1. And, and your Guardians are tied in the fifth 4-4 with the Mariners. LSU takes an 11-point lead into the fourth quarter against Iowa in the Women's National Championship. Well, here, most importantly, Lions lead at 5-1. It'll be Bostic, then Munoz, and Wallace. The middle three in the batting order. Bostic over 2 in game two and Keller's pitch is lined up the gap in right center field coming over McDonald she got it on a dive pulls oh, on that one Dave she lays out full belly and all and she goes into the left center field gap into the warning track McDonald takes away a base hit right there in center field and we've seen that before in the super regionals up at Salisbury put a star beside that one one down and it brings up Munoz who's 0 for 2 also Man, oh man, she's tough in center field. What a play. She just outran that ball. Shoot. Wait. Thing was hit on a line and she just outran it. Dove for it in left center for the out. And that pitch by Munoz is grounded foul. Lions are ranked third in the country defensively, and they've made some fantastic plays here in game one and two. 
Cornelius turned a nice double play in game one. Fincham's been solid at third. Allie Lang, Stevenson, Kennedy, Gabbard, all the way across, working oh. behind their pitchers. Oh, and one the count to Munoz. That pitch, as he says it was high, boy. It's a good pitch by Keller. One and one, now the count. One ball, one strike, one out. Pitch swung on in line through the glove of Fincham at third base and down the left field line. That ball was smoked off the bat of Munoz. Fincham tried to get her glove up, but it was going to take a whole lot to keep that one. That was a shot off the bat. So Munoz is on. In a 5-1 to one ball game. I'm going to give Munoz a single on that yep. one. I oh, agree with that had, 100%. Had to. That ball was smoked. And now number four is going to come in and run. Brooke Leopard is going to come on and run. She's 0-0 zero for zero on a stolen base attempt so far. 5-1 to one Lions lead at top of the six. One out. Lippard on at first base now as Keller gets up there ready to throw the pitch. Lippard from St. Paul, Indiana. 5-2 freshman. And the pitch. Strike. That was the fourth base hit of the afternoon for Franklin. Two errors defensively for the Grizz. Only one walk for Keller and three strikeouts. And Keller's pitch in tight. Back Wallace away from it. One and one to count. Keller peers in for the sign. And the one-one high and outside. And the count now two balls, one strike. Courtney's got to dig in right here. You don't want to put two runners on. Clumpers on deck for the Grizz. She's got a hit this afternoon. We're actually two. We're in the top of the sixth. 5-1 Lions pitch line down the left field side and not a play. Mentioned the Lions will host Hanover next weekend here on Saturday at the complex. And Franklin will host Anderson next weekend. Two and two the count. Keller works out of the middle of the rubber. And the pitch. That pitch is lined into right field. Base hit. Kennedy comes over and has it. Just advancing to second base on the play is the runner Lippard. And now there are runners at first and second. Going to be back-to-back singles for the Grizz. And now they're going to have runners at first and second with only one out. And the left fielder, Klumper, is going to come up. The left-handed hitter. Klumper is two for two. Two singles and a run scored. If you're the Lions, you're just working for outs right here. One out in the top of the six with a four-run lead. The freshman, Keller, in the circle. One down here in the top of the sixth. Lions lead it by four. Pitch to the plate. Called strike. He's going to give you that. I'd stay out there all night yeah. long. And he has been giving that to yeah, them. Yeah, both sides. Five to one the score. Oh, and one the count. Now to Klemper. Into the wind, Keller, the pitch, low. Nice and the stop. count now, 
One and one. Ivers goes to a knee to block that up. Boy, it has really turned out to be a gorgeous day. 55 degrees. Sun's been shining all afternoon. One and one to count, one down. Pitch to the plate. Grounded wide of first and foul. Well, that just went wide of first. And the count now goes one and two. Nine eight. Mount still leads it. Bottom of the eighth in baseball action in Terre Haute. One and two the count. And the pitch to Klemper. High. Got by Ivers as it bounced out of her glove and both runners are going to advance. Yeah, it's going to put them both in scoring position now and just now a base hit for Klemper could cut this lead in half. So that moves Lippard to third, Wallace to second. First base is open. Two and two the count. Still one down here in the inning. Keller into the wind and the pitch. Swung on and lined right back through the box into center field for a base hit. One run will score in Lippard, but they're going to hold the second runner, Wallace, at third. Lumper gets her third hit here in game number two. Gets her first RBI on the single to center field. The Grizz cut the lead to five to two. Looks like Coach Gotterwis is going to come to the home plate umpire. Well, could we have a pitching change? I didn't see anybody. There is somebody in the bullpen. I can't see who it is. Let's see what. They're going to go back to Casey Kemp. Casey Kemp is going to re to come back here in game number two. It is. It's going to be Kemp. When we come back, we'll tell you what Casey did in the first game after these timeouts. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. So we're going to have a pitching change here for the Lions, and coming back in was the starter for game number one. Casey Kemp is going to come in for Courtney Keller. In game number one, Kemp got the win, six innings, six hits, no runs, one walk, and three strikeouts. Well, an interesting move here, Chris, to bring in game one starter Casey Kemp and put her working out of the bullpen in this one. Yeah, Franklin came away, six hits off of Courtney Keller and two runs, and now they've got runners at the corners with one out. The Lions do lead it 5-2 to two here in the top of the six, but the Lions are going to turn to the junior pitcher Casey Kemp to try to work out of this jam. Kemp with her mask on, and we're ready to go. Now it's going to be Kaylee Stewart. Stewart, the DP, has bounced to second, sacrificed. 0 for 1 today. Runners at first and third. Still one down. Lions lead it by three in the pitch. Called strike over the inside part of the plate. Yeah, I couldn't see down into the bullpen on either side. Right. I didn't see Casey even warming up down there. 
Yeah, First from, time she's come back into relief in game number two this year. Angie Bain has moved closer to third base. She knows this is an opportunity for Franklin. 0-1. Pitch swung on and bloop foul down the right field side near the bullpen on the first base side out of play. So Kemp comes in this and gets a, way ahead. This is a big question mark for the Lions bringing her back in. Can she do it? She's been sitting around now for about two hours. Yeah, they just have to find a way. Franklin's dugout has a lot of energy right now. They understand the situation right here to cut into the lead here in the sixth. 0-2 the count, one down. Pitch from Kemp. Down low, ball two, ball one. That is a tough pitch to take on Stewart right there on the outside corner. Fantastic pitch for Casey Kemp, but he called him the ball. McLaren is on deck. Kemp, winner in game one. Trying to save it here in game two. The pitch in tight, backed her away from the plate. And the count now three and two. The hitter buckled her knees a little bit. Two-two count. Runners at the corners for the Grizz. One out. Down three to the Lions. A lot of energy coming out of that first base dugout. Two and two the count. To Stewart. And the pitch fisted foul over near the third base, that first base dugout. McLaren, the third baseman, is on deck for Franklin. 7-8-9 right here. Do one for Franklin. One away. We're in the top of the sixth. Pitch swung on. Popped under over the head of the second baseman, Stevenson, but she goes back, has it, and gets it back into the mound. The runners have to hold. That is a great play by Stevenson. Goes out to shallow right field, tracked it very nicely. Got a big second out for Casey Kemp, and as you mentioned, Dave, both runners stayed put at first and third, and now two outs in the inning. Brings up Raven McLaren. McLaren has been hit by a pitch and walked. McLaren, a 225 batting average, hits in the eight-hole spot for the Grizz. Two runners on, two outs. Into the wind, Kemp, the two-out pitch in tight. Back McLaren away from it. On deck, the shortstop Crockett. Lions are looking to get out of this inning. One and oh the count. Two down. Kemp peers at her signs on her card. And the pitch. Called strike. One and one now the count. Perry Faust is now going down to the bullpen for the Lions. Nobody working into the Franklin bullpen. She was very effective against Dennison earlier this week. That pitch high. Boy, Ivers had to sky to try to get that one. Six hits, two runs for the Grizz. Five hits, five runs for the Lions. Two and one the count. Boy, this game has drilled right down to a standstill. Pace-wise, that pitch. Strike. Oh, he no. called it high. Called it high on the inside. Coach Goddard was asking, is that a ball? She does not agree with that call. That moves it to a 3-1 count. Three balls, one strike, two down. 5-2, Lions lead it. Runners at first and third for Franklin. Pitch. Upstairs, ball four. Going to have a pinch hitter coming to the plate for Franklin, number 28, Savannah. Shady. 
Well, here we go. Bases are going to be loaded, Chris. And that'll bring up the pinch hitter, Savannah Shady. Shady, left-handed batter, sophomore 5-2 from Plainfield, Indiana. So both coaches are making a couple adjustments, couple movement here late in this game. The Lions replace Keller with Kemp. And now the Grizz have the bases loaded, two outs, a 5-2 to two Lions lead. And the Grizz are going to go to the left-handed pinch hitter to see if she can come up with a timely base hit. Kemp, after the walk, the pitch, low and outside for a ball. If you're Kemp right here, you've got to make pitches because the leadoff hitter, Rodiger, is on deck for the Grizz. Well, like you said, first time she's done this, pitched a complete game, sat a couple hours, and now come back in and tried to save game two. Want to know the count, the pitch, swung on and missed. you got to trust your defense right here and throw strikes. Shade is even in the count, one and one. Perry in. And the pitch swung on and missed. Shade behind on that fastball, one and two. Dave Anderson, I lied to you. Anderson scored three in the seventh. It's now four to four in the bottom of the seventh. Anderson and Transy. Transy will try to walk it off in game number two. One and two, two down. And the pitch swung on and missed Kemp. Pitched out of it. She struck out today to get out of the inning with just one run scored here in this inning. Your score as we head to the bottom of the sixth. It's the Mount 5 and Franklin 2. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Rose Holman continues to come from behind. Now it's 9-9 heading into the top of the ninth against the mound. Golly, what's some good baseball going on over there? Rose just will not go away. Lions are trying to close them out. Well... Stepping up to the plate now for the Lions is Courtney Keller. And Keller swings and fouls that one straight back. Courtney's got three hits on the afternoon, two doubles and an RBI in game one. Base hit in this one with an RBI. Owen won the count to Courtney. That pitch, boy, she took that all the way and it was high. One and one. One ball, one strike. Into the wind and the pitch. Foul, check swing, but it went off of her bat. And the count now one and two. Going to extra innings, Transylvania and Anderson going to the eighth, tied at four. Big game there. 
If Anderson finds a way to sneak that out, Anderson is 1 and 12. 1 and 2. Into the wind, the pitch high and outside. Two balls, two strikes. Kennedy on deck, Keller at the plate for the Lions, lead it 5 to 2, bottom of the 6. Two balls, two strikes. Into the line, the 2-2, swung on. That's a fly ball over Klemper's head and into left field for a base hit. It'll bounce up against the wall. Stopping at first base is Keller. And the Lions lead off the inning with a base hit by Courtney Keller. Courtney's got four hits on the afternoon. That time they held her up for a single off the left field fence. If I'm not mistaken, Chris, all of her hits have hit the fence today. Putting good swings on the ball right there. And Got to give her credit. They took her out there to put Casey Kent back in. She does not let it affect her offense and comes up with a single. Nobody down. Keller at first. Brings up Maddie Kennedy, who is over 2. Takes that pitch outside. Kleber has really struggled in this game. 89 pitches, 60 strikes. She continues to battle her way through this one. She came in with a 1.32 ERA. 7-2 overall record. The 1-0. Squaring to bunt is Kennedy. Bunts it foul in the air, but Bostic couldn't reach it, and neither could Munoz, the first baseman. So it'll drop safely. One and one your count. Kennedy right back at bat. Looks down to Coach Goderwitz in the third base box. 22nd year here at the Lions home. Coach Morris and Keller check their wristbands. Morris in her eighth season for the Lions at the first base coaching box. One ball, one strike, pitch to Kennedy. Swung on, fly ball, left field, and it is gone. On to the bullpen, batting cage roof. Kennedy does it again, a two-run shot up onto the cages, Dave. She shrugs her shoulders, says, hey, I got two-run shot in the first. I'm going to have a two-run shot in game two. Hit the gritty, hit the plate, and the Lions have opened it up to a 7-2 lead on a bomb by Kennedy that scores Keller. Second home run of the day by Maddie. Where did she find this power? Jeez, this kid is playing unbelievable offensively right now. Just seeing the ball well, good quality swings. And that's again another at-bat. She tried to put a bunt down, unable to do so, and turn it into a two-run shot. So those are just devastating bombs for Kennedy against the Grizz. Chris, she didn't show anything close to this last year. No, she only had one home run last year. And, w- and when I saw her earlier this year... She looked like she had lost weight. She's going five home runs on the year. Yeah. That pitch high and outside now to Casey Kemp, who's into the ballgame for Lauren Miller. 23 home runs for this team. All of last year they had 14. And we're halfway through the season after today, and this Lions offense is just jumping off the bat. That pitch popped up behind home plate. Out of play. One and one the count. 7-2, 7-2, nine, 9 top of the ninth in Terre Haute. Rose in the mound, one down. One and one the count. Kleber looked into the dugout, now delivers the pitch, swung on, fly ball, foul, out of play. By Kemp to the left field side. She got jammed on that pitch or was way out in front of it. I couldn't tell which, but she was coming inside with it. Kemp saying something to first base coach D.D. Morris. Not sure, maybe something flew into her eyes or whatever, but nonetheless, 
She's down in the count, one and two. Pitch to the plate, low and outside. Two and two. Nobody down here in the inning. Lions leading at seven to two. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Rocking into the motion, Kleber, and the pitch swung on and grounded to the mound. Kleber down on a knee, picks it up, throws to first in time. One away. Nice job by Kleber. Gets the first out of the inning as the grounder back to her. Fields it. Throws it over to Munoz at first. Brings up B. Ivers. Ivers reached on an error and struck out. Came around to score. So the Lions catcher steps into the batter's box. No. There's one out, excuse me, here in the inning. 7-2 to the score. The pitch. Low. Ivers had the shot over the scoreboard in game one. It was a two-run shot. Back-to-back series with two-run shots over the scoreboard. Into the motion is Kleber. And the 1-0 upstairs to Ivers, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. One down here in the inning. Lions 7-2. Pitch outside, 3-0. Boy, the first three innings went by real quick. Both teams didn't even put together a scoring threat. And then in the bottom of the fourth, the Lions scored two. One for Franklin. That pitch in tight, ball four. Walked B. Ivers. So she's on at first base. Franklin scored one in the top of the fifth. The Lions returned with three in the bottom of the fifth. Then one more for Franklin in the sixth, and the Lions have put a two spot up there now to lead it seven to two. There is some activity. I believe it's Pitts down in the bullpen. There's two pitchers down there for Franklin as they're going to have a meeting in the circle. Give them time to warm up. (laughs) We've got the outfield is out there meeting in center field. The third baseman and shortstop are meeting on the infield the second baseman and first baseman are meeting over on the right side you got a meeting on the mound between the assistant coach the catcher and the pitcher Kleber and then you've got the batters that are meeting with the coaches so yeah, we have a meeting we have a meeting <laughs> more meetings going on out there than they have in Washington in a month <laughs> one out here in the inning seven to two runner at first base is Ivers and Fincham is up And that one has popped up on the infield. Going back near the outfield grass is the shortstop Crockett to take it behind the bag at second. And there are two away. So Fincham goes down, popping out to short, and it brings up Emily McDonald. Story of today's game in game two have been the timely hits for the Lions. Lang, Stevenson, Cornelius, or sorry, Lang, Stevenson, Kennedy, and Keller all with RBIs and timely hits. Two down, pitch. Is a strike. Owen won the count. Lions picked up two runs in this inning thanks to the home run by Maddie Kennedy, her second of the day. That pitch in tight to McDonald. One and one. That ball's still out on the screen. That's what I was getting ready to say. It's still sitting on top of the batting cages as Kennedy hit one in game one and now she's hit one here in game two, fifth of the year. One and one to count. Pitch upstairs. Two and one. Do the coaches get them those balls? 
to be able to keep? No, they think they've given them their first like college ever home run, but outside of that, they don't let them keep them all. Two and one. That pitch is blooped into left center field for a bit. Right center field, excuse me, for a base hit. Ivers goes to second and holds right there. And the Lions with a five-run lead now have runners at first and second. Still two outs. And it will bring to the plate Allie Lang. Hey, that's good to see from Emily McDonald to get her first hit of the afternoon. And that gets her confidence back up and going. And that will bring up Lang with two runners on and two outs. Bottom of the ninth, 9-9. Mount and Rose. Two outs here in the inning. And the pitch from Kleber, a strike to Lang. 0-1. Boy, that outfield way in for Franklin. 0-1 the count to Alley. Pitch outside. Hanover up 5-0 on Manchester, and Transy's got runners at the corners. Bottom of the eighth looking to walk it off against Anderson. 7-2 here. Lions on top. Pitch to Lang. Fouls it over the head of Stevenson and into the screen of the dugout. And the count stays 1-2. and two. Alley with two hits here in game number two. Two runs scored in that RBI. Lions have had seven hits, seven runs. 1-2. and two. And the two-out pitch. Swung on and fouled. Hit inside the bag at third, and the Lions will have the bases loaded. That's going to be the third hit of game number two, and now Coach Angie Bain is going to come out. She's arguing that the batter was out of the batter's box, like she did early in game one. This is a different umpire. And now they're going to say she's out. Holy cow, they're saying she was out of the batter's box. He didn't even call it, Chris, until the... Angie Bean came out to argue, and then he gave in to her argument. Well, that's going to do it here in the inning. The Lions lead at 7-2. We're going to the top of the seventh. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said, you're the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms... You may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, Chris, what would a Heartland Conference game be without a little controversy from a referee or an umpire? <laughs> Lions just looking for three outs here in the top of the seventh, hold a five-run lead. So that'll in that inning, the Lions got two runs on the homer by Maddie Kennedy. The thing is, that he didn't even talk to the base umpire about it. He just let Angie Bain come out, make a statement. Okay, she's out. So, leading it off will be Rodiger, the center fielder, top of the order. Rodiger, one for three in the ball game. Kemp out, and there's a little topper to short. Cornelius comes in, couldn't grab it cleanly. 
And on at first base is Rodiger. I'm not so sure she would have came up plainly with that. Still would have got Rodiger with that speed. That was a slow roller to the shortstop. See how they... Yep, they're going to give her an error. That'll be the first error of the day by the Lions. 7-2, Lions lead it. Stepping into the batter's box is Ariana Wagner. Wagner swings and misses. Ball gets by Ivers and advancing to second base is Rodiger. And now Beth Goddard is coming out saying that that was foul tipped. Well, this home plate umpire doesn't ask for help on anything. <laughs> Check swings. Lions are just looking for outs. Wagner. Down in the count, 0-1. She is 0 for 3 today. That pitch is bunted behind home plate, picked up by Ivers. And the count now 0-2. Beth came out to just tell the team, don't worry about that runner at second. Just get the runner at first. Get the batter. Lions looking to go 2-0 in conference play. 7-2 is the score. Mount on top of it here in the top of the seventh. Pitch swung on in this. Got her swinging. Boy, the Lions, Lions have done a great job on Wagner today, Chris. Yeah, they really have. She came in with an outstanding numbers, and they've done a good job of keeping her off the bases. Lions are just now two outs away. Second strike out of the game for Kemp, coming in in relief, looking for the save. Into the wind is Casey. And the pitch swung on and fouled back out of play by Bostic. Bostic has flied to center on a great play defensively by McDonald. Bounced to third. Popped to short. She is 0 for 3 in the first day. First, second game, excuse me. 0 and 1 the count. One down. Runner at second is Rodiger. Pitch high and outside. Lions will be back in action on Thursday. Host a non-conference doubleheader against Asbury. Back at home next Saturday against Hanover for a series of HCAC play. One and one the count. One down. Pitch to the plate by Kemp. That's bounced to second. Stevenson comes in, has it, flips to first in time, and there are two away. But the runner advances Rodiger to third. Lions are just looking for the final out here to end this ball game. Seven to two lead. Rodiger does stand at third. Munoz now up. She has struck out twice, singled, and scored. One for three on the day. Kemp trying to seal the final out. And the pitch is a ball down low. LSU won 102-85. to Wow. What a high-scoring game that was. Mulkey's fourth title. 1-0 the count. Pitch swung on. Fly ball down the right field side. Kennedy over near the foul line. Has it. And that's your ball game. Your final score here today. The Lions 7 and Franklin 2. The Lions now go to 13-7. They are 2-0 in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, for Franklin, they will drop. 15 and 7 and they are 0 and 2 
in the Heartland Conference. Chris and I will be back to wrap things up here from the complex right after this timeout. 